if you're wanting to get on PR list, you don't have to be like super big. Like I know a lot of smaller TikTok creators that are just on companies PR list. I don't really go through a lot of steps to get free stuff because we get a lot already. The world has changed so much. Everything's online and everyone's attention span has shortened. Instagram, TikTok is now the way we communicate. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson, the mother-daughter team at Everything Envy. Former professional home organizers turned content creators. In this podcast, we talk about the behind the scenes of our growing business and how we figure out how to navigate through the constant changes in social media. Welcome to the Everything Envy podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, welcome. I'm sniffling and itching. My eyes are itching. So that's got a little bit of hay fever. My allergies this year have been terrible. Yeah. Well, I think you say so that every year. If you hear year. me going, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. People who move to Grants Pass, they always say, you know, I never had allergies until no, I came to Southern that's Oregon. That's not true. People that move to Eugene. It's, Say it's this, not you. It's not Grants Pass. It's, it's Eugene. Eugene. So once you move to Eugene, and then, then you, you always have even allergies. Even if you move back, you always freaking have allergies. So no this year, my eyes have been so itchy. Yeah, it's mostly my eyes. So last night, my freaking eyes are. Were they getting puffy and itchy? Yeah, I woke up with my eyes puffy and itchy. Uh, and, and it's so nice to I, sleep with the window open, isn't it? But yet you have yeah, you deal with allergies. I didn't sleep with the window open, but I don't think it really makes a difference. It's all the time. I yeah, every day it's the same. I was shopping. Yes. I never go into Fred Meyers because I always order my groceries and I went in there last night because Brandon's out of town and uh, I just, I needed to go grocery shopping. So I just picked up a couple of things and I picked up sushi so that way I wouldn't have to make dinner and nice. stuff and snacks. But there's this lady that had the worst cough and she was wearing a mask. Oh, I was gosh. like, I'm glad you're wearing a mask, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to walk in the same aisle as you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep more. Like, than I'm sure it was away. fine, but I'm just like, like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can't help it sick. anymore. I know we've got too much going on. Um, anyways, we were just talking about how we're going to, I'm going to go through my office and my closet. Yes. My office isn't that bad. I, um, I, the closets are organized now. I just the have closets are holding together stuff too. sitting everywhere that I just got to throw away and stuff yeah. like that and clean. Just got to reset it. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. But my closet, um, I'm going to get rid of everything. Most stuff. I, I like doing that every now and then I'll just get rid of a lot of stuff. Like just, I already have two bags in my car. I and do I have one too. in the garage. I've too. got two and a half bags in my car ready to go. And I haven't even gone through exchange. my closet yet. Uh, yeah. I've got I did that a while ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, we were talking about how we've had a stylist help us pick out some new outfits, some new looks for us. So while I'm going through my closet, I'm looking at some things that I've held on to. And I still wear sometimes because yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're nice, but I look and I go, that's not your style anymore. So yeah, out it room goes. For, the good, for the new stuff. Yeah. So some new stuff arrived. It was fun. Oh, some of them are so pretty. One of them's a crop top that I oh, wasn't yeah. expecting to be. To yeah. Oh, the white one? The white one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Well, with high-waisted jeans, that'd be perfect. I guess so. Yeah. I'll just have to get out my comfort zone a little bit on that. But the jean jacket is so cute. Okay, oh my yeah. gosh. And the white button-up jeans, yeah. my jeans. So cute. And I haven't tried everything on, but I just looked at them. Mm -hmm. So it's super fun. Yeah. So we're going to get rid of every. Well, I'm going to get rid of everything. And Stetson's going to clear out her whole closet. I'm, I'm going to reorganize it too, because there's, I haven't. I have this weird obsession with holding on to all my gym clothes, regular clothes. I don't care <laughs> That's everything, so funny, huh? but like, it's so hard for me to get rid of my gym clothes. So I need yeah. to go through that. 
Um, because there's just so much stuff I don't wear anymore. And I did buy new gym clothes recently. So I'm like, okay, I can get rid of some stuff. Yeah. That and shoes are always hard for me to get rid of. I don't know why. Everything else, like clothes, dresses, uh huh, bras, any any in any other category. I'm like, eh, don't need it, don't need it, don't need it. But for some reason, gym clothes, even though I can get new ones, I'm just like, oh, what if I want to? I don't know. I have a hard time with some shoes like my dance co shoes, which are really nice and they're comfy. In fact, I wore a pair all over Europe for a month. Yeah. And they were a little challenging on cobblestone roads. But other than that, they were super comfy, high enough to keep my feet dry when we were in a lot of rain. But I don't wear them anymore. Right. But you're like, <laughs> oh, I've had them for so long. They're so comfortable. And like, so, I've, and I've so got many like sh- three pairs of different kinds, you know, right. like, oh, well, I have so many heels coat. that I love, but I'm like, we never wear heels. But now I'm like, OK, maybe we will start wearing heels again. Maybe it's good to have a pair of heels in the cute, back pocket. Like, nude ones that would go with everything. Yeah. Like, I have some shoes like that. Yeah. But like, oh. anyways. But the other thing, too, is like embracing your style, like where you are, like, you know, we don't wear heels anywhere i mean you probably do if you're going out maybe but no i feel like not that much i don't and so i'm just gonna own it i'm tall enough as it is you know when i wear heels that's another thing that puts me over like six feet i think sometimes depending on the heels which i don't mind love being tall but i they're just not comfy you know what i mean yeah no but it's true like uh, we can't you know you just and and we're making way for new stuff which is good but I don't know why it's like those random categories. That's just like always yeah. hard for me to get rid of. But I want to reorganize my closet. I'm going to take my gym stuff out and I'm going to hang my gym stuff because right now it's in my dresser. Yeah. And oh, then because nice. yeah, I go section. to the gym at least four times a week. Right. And so I'll be able to see what I have. And then I'll just put I was like, why are my PJs like out? Like no one needs to see those. So oh, I'm like, make, yeah, like so they're just out make in the bins. So I'm like, why not just make this? Yeah. So I have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to rearrange and then I'm going to clean it and get rid of everything. I love getting rid of stuff, especially <laughs> when you get so much stuff every day. Yeah. Yeah. And so getting a lot of stuff. I'm sure you'll see you would have seen it on our Instagram. I'll try and share more. But uh, we're trying to get in more fashion stuff. Yeah, because um, it seems like some people are asking for a little bit more fashion stuff, but we just we're getting into it. You know, and I think it's like become um, a new a new passion for us is fashion, which I feel like for me it's fashion, never been. I've always loved fashion. Like, well, you've always been super good at it too. Like, you put on a cute hat, like a little uh, knitted beanie uh-huh. or something, to make it look good. And I feel like you know, you've had well, this. Thanks, but I don't feel that way. Like, I uh, feel like I look at these outfits and I'm like, oh, I just can't recreate it. I guess. Uh huh. And also, I'm just like, we're so comfortable where we were, and so it's fun to be like our stylist, like, try this, try this, try this. And then when, like, I wouldn't specifically reach for those. Like we went to uh, TJ Maxx the other day, my uh, fiance and I, and he was getting stuff for him because he ordered clothes and they literally got delivered an hour after he left. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, well, I guess I better get stuff. Cause like, they're not going to be here in time. Anyways, I was like reaching for things that I wouldn't normally reach for. And so that's good. Like, you know, cause before like oversized stuff, I love and yeah. we're going to add that stuff in, but now I'm looking for like floral blouses like that have color in it. Like I wouldn't normally reach uh-huh. for that. So it's yeah. nice to have like a different, I don't know. You almost have to like reprogram your mind. Almost, or, It's like a different, yeah. It's a different thought process when you're so yeah. used to going for what, you know, yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. with too. Something. Like I have so many freaking sweaters that are the same thing, you know? <laughs> right. No wonder I don't have anything to wear. Because you go in the closet and you go, oh, it's like, all I don't want to wear this. Yeah. yeah. Unconsciously. You think, I don't know what to wear. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because we get so used to wearing the same thing over and over, you know, patterns, patterns. 
Yeah. Which, uh, you know, and also like living in a small town, people don't really dress up here. Like you can go out to a nice dinner and you can wear a sweatshirt. You totally like you could. don't see people wearing heels, blazers. No. Like when you go out to dinner, you don't dress up. You could wear a sweatshirt and a ball cap and be in yeah. tennis shoes and jeans and be totally comfy but and like totally fit in. Live in LA, you can, and I'm not saying you can't, but like you would stand out if you're wearing heels and a cute dress to dinner. In the neighborhood where I grew up, the Vons so, grocery store, my mom always felt like she had to dress up just to go grocery shopping. Right. Cause it was, that's how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Like if you wear a sweatshirt, like in LA going to the store, like, I, I mean, there's a bunch of, I, I mean, LA is just an example and like, I'm sure people dress down or whatever, but like you can go to the grocery store and wear heels. You can. And a cute dress. Like yeah. you can't do, you can do that here, yeah. but I'm like, no one does that. But sometimes in certain areas in Southern California, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going out and I'm not dressed up. I hope I right. don't run into anybody I know. Kind so of that's feeling. like the thing here too, where it's like, you know, just, and it's kind of the opposite here. Don't you think like when you get all dressed up, you're wearing heels and you've got all your jewelry and things, you really stand out. So unless you're owning up to being watched or complimented, you're, you know, you don't blend it, right. Which is take, you know, take it how you you want to, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm not that kind of person that really wants to be dressed up all the time, but it's just yeah. because we're not surrounded by those people, I guess. Maybe so. Yeah. So, but yeah. I've always wanted to have like a super cute style. So it's really nice to have her help us and just reprogram your mind. To yeah. To look for different things. Yeah. Like we go to TJ Maxx and looking for something other than the standard go-to right. look. Yeah. But I think it's kind of fun. It's yeah. And I want to share more about it on social, but uh, it's this weird thing where I was talking to Brandon, I was just like, do you think people would like unfollow us if we started? Like, I don't want to be known as a fashion person, but also like fashion, like in the influencer world is huge. Like there's influencers that have the same amount of following as us and they're doing more brand deals or getting invited to more stuff, like just because fashion is such a big thing. And uh, yeah, I, I want to share more about it because it's fun to share about. Like, yeah, I'm getting so tired of the brand deals of like, labels, home stuff. Like it's amazing for the opportunity, but, uh, as far as brand deals go, I'm not tired of making the content, but brand deals. I'm just like, here's another pillow. Here's another, (laughs) yeah. Here's another kitchen gadget thing. And and I just feel like the brand deals would be more fun and Uh we would just kind of be able to have more flexibility on it. And so well, we've talked about starting another TikTok channel to just do fashion. Right. Stuff. But now I think that that's not not the way to go. I don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, we already have a following and we might as well like carry on with that. Carry one. on with it. Because on TikTok, you know, we'll get views and stuff, but it's not like Instagram where like a lot of our videos do very, very well. Like some of them will get like 5,000 views and some of them will get 400,000 views on TikTok. Like if we got 5,000 views on Instagram, that would be terrible. That's low. Yeah. That's like, like minimum. Oh, it's a hundred thousand now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the content's doing well. Right. So, so don't, yeah. So, you know, and what we're learning from our new program channel jumpstart too, you got to go with what people want still, and they still want it. So, right. But it's not that they don't want fashion. Like so many people, when I, I asked, are you interested in this? Sure. There was a percentage that said no, but there was a higher, percentage but there was, that said yes. it was 90% that said share more. Oh, Cause yeah. when I shared about my rings, yeah. And there are so many link clicks too. Right. Brandon brought up the idea to do like fashion Fridays, which he like said it jokingly, but I was like, that's kind of a cute idea. That's kind of cute, actually. Fashion Fridays. And that and gives people a chance to come on and see. And if we, would you post a reel also? Yeah, on fashion yeah I would. Yeah. Just have the, the fashion reel in there mixed in with the other things. Right. 
I, I guess I'm still trying to figure out the best way to do it, but I'm saying on TikTok, I think it would be a hundred percent. Okay. to just like start incorporating a lot of that. Cause it's like Amazon finds it's all sort of the same. Like mm-hmm. even I realized in our TikTok caption, it says like organizing in style. And I didn't realize that it said that, but I'm like, Oh, so style is clothes fashion. Like yeah. I see in my mind, like there's five videos. I know right off the bat that would go viral if I got these specific things. So it's the same thing with home where I'm like, fashion if i got that and i did a video about this it would go viral you it would know. do very well i already know so maybe mm. we'll start to incorporate it that was like that would be an interesting thing like i could start it with my closet this weekend and i could do tiktoks about my closet overhaul and then we could like slowly start to filter it in because i'm clearing it out for the new stuff that we got and then we could try on the new stuff on tiktok yeah because we're getting it all on amazon mm. i guess you just have to experiment with it experimentation That's what we do with social media all the time, experimenting, learning new things and just, but I think that's a scary thing for me because our content, I'm not that much worried about on TikTok. It's just Instagram. Right. But I think maybe like one video a week might be okay. Not necessarily talking about fashion, but we could just do a video of you, you and I, and people might then be asking more about what we're wearing right as we put together these outfits yeah so that might be a good way to sort of start to filter just kind in. of interject it in there and on their stories i think the stories is 100 percent okay seems like it yeah like people like it and we could try yeah. on stuff and share so anyway fashion friday so keep you posted on that well I, i'm just saying this is just what i've been thinking about so i, I kind of like the idea or not but I'm i know i kind of yeah we used to do quick tip tuesday and everybody loved that yeah but i also don't want to be stuck to like we have to post on fridays because I don't like that where it's like, we're not doing fashion Friday. Like, I don't like that. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't Uh want to be tied to like having to post on a Friday for fashion Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you got to think about all that too. Then people start to expect it and then you get tied into doing it. And that takes away all the, a little bit of freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I, I don't know if it's interesting. I've just been like, We've, we've been the home people for so long, but I'm saying we're still going to be the home people, but I'm just like, I want to incorporate this. I just have to figure out the best way because right. it's huge. And I think it'd be more fun and it would show both of our personalities more. Yes. And like who we, we are more, which is what we need to do. Yeah. I've just, well, we've just been doing the same content basically for a year now, which it's working. So I'm just like, how do you, how do you blend the two? Yeah. Sort of start what? to go more into lifestyle rather than just specifically home organization. Cause I'm tired of always doing that. that. Yeah. Cause that it's pretty, sense. yeah. And it, cause it's a small niche when you think about it too. Well, we're not home organizers anymore. So it's, it's yeah. taking a while to slowly branch out from we're not home organizers. You know, we're talking more about just regular home stuff and now talking about not just or Amazon stuff, but like Amazon, Amazon home stuff, but Amazon fashion stuff, I guess. Yeah. So what if we got on and did a reel together like that. And we're just trying on fashion or even if we're just showing some of these gadgets that you find and then link the clothes to like, Hey, you yeah, just make folders for might yeah. be the easiest thing to do. And then somebody, like, because like you were telling me, so Stetson was telling me last week and just pointing it out, pointing out the obvious, but it's not so obvious unless you realize it. Every single thing someone sees in your reel is a potential for a mat, uh, link. Right. Everything. Like someone asked for my dish rack in my sink. Oh, I saw the other that. Day. I saw I'm like, that. it's a silver dish rack. But like, they asked about it. I like, know. I'm like, I don't know. The link? So that's his Ross. response. But yeah, got it at Ross. Can't remember. And there's a, a pillow with a face on it. And I don't know. Can't remember. Found it at Home Goods. I don't know. But really, every single thing in your reel is a potential item of interest. It, it's kind of like theater. You know, when Stetson was growing up, she did a lot of theater and I, I, we were both, our family was like involved with community theater and our directors, all of them would say, you always have to be in character because someone out in the audience is going to be watching you. 
Mm-hmm. And there, if you fall out of character, there's that one person might only be the one, but they're going to see it and they're going to lose their illusion of what the whole cast is trying to create. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay in character. So it's kind of the same thing. You know, every single thing in a video, in a reel, I guess so. Yeah. Has the potential to be something that someone would find of interest, like your picnic table. You said you, you were showing a reel right. and then people wanted to know they saw a corner of the picnic table in and one of the reels, like the background too, like a picture on the wall are just like or the, yeah, well, the pictures, like say there's stuff on my table. Like I don't, like I'm always thinking about the stuff around that main thing. Yeah. Which, as you should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, it's like, it's a rant of me, probably not helpful, but I'm just like, maybe not helpful to I'm you listeners. About. <laughs> but this is how hardcore we are about our content. Exactly. And, and we're, and I think about every it. single second of our videos, which is why they do so well. Like here's some helpful tips. Let's give some helpful tips. Because I have been working with social media client. We have our last call next week. And uh, she wanted, she started, she's an organizer and she started a new Instagram because she wants to do more lifestyle stuff. So basically what we did is we did my whole process of like, if I was starting social media brand new, I do this, 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 this. You have content categories, you know exactly what you were going to post. So that way you're not questioning what you should even post about. But she, which is super exciting. She had her first reel like blow up. It has like over 300,000 views. Oh, that's awesome. Which is super exciting. And she's continuing to get views. So she like within a week and a half span went from a hundred followers to over a thousand. Oh, that's and awesome. this is what I'm saying. It's like yeah. one reel. That's really all you need because then you start to see like what people like yes. and you're like, Oh, if this did well, like, can I recreate that? So anyway, she posted it. I'm like, this is awesome. Super excited for you. But here's my, what I would change about it. Because like, even though you have 300,000 views, like, let's, let's see how it. we can let's get it. To, see. Yeah. Like, yeah. So she sent me a that. few, uh, two videos that she hadn't posted yet. I just use Voxer. It's super easy. So then she can just send the videos and I can like voice memo back and do like a screen recording. Yeah. nice. And I was like, here, like, this is amazing. I love this, but edit this and this. And so what I'm looking at is like, you have a video, say it's like 20 seconds. Is there anything that you can cut out? So like, for instance, she had at the very end of her video where she showed the picture and then she showed it again. And I'm like, well, you already showed the the picture. So cut one of those out because they'll swipe away already. And then she was um, moving and adjusting this like pot. I think I'm combining two videos together, but she was basically moving and adjusting this pot for like a few, like too long, too long. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, cut that out. Like, just cut it out and just place the pot down. Like all of these things. Yeah. Like really make and a where difference. Where can you cut out unnecessary video, right? Unnecessary video, unnecessary yeah. time. So yeah. like when I edit a video, I rewatch it over and over and over again. I'm like, Hey, can I make that? Can I cut a little bit out? And it's like milliseconds, but if I can gain a second and it's the same exact video yeah. from like 18 to 17, You're constantly just editing, it's going to perform it. better. Yeah. And then also if you change the angles, I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but like I've been doing this a lot more because um, it works well on TikTok, but like you don't want your frame to be more than two to three seconds of the same angle before you, then you want to change it. Then you want to change it. Viewpoint. And if you yeah. think about that for all your videos, like that's such a huge tip. Because if even if you're filming the same thing, like a drawer and you're organizing the drawer, like instead of just leaving your camera there and organize the drawer, change the angle, zoom in, zoom out, yeah. and it will hold the viewer's retention longer. Because it's all about viewer retention. It's all about viewer retention. But if you watch YouTubers, like the most popular YouTubers, 
they do the same exact thing. They do the same thing. Even if they're sitting there talking to the camera and they have a long like monologue, you could say they're zooming zooming in and and out out. the Uh camera in and out. Yep. Or they have two different angles. Uh So it's like viewer retention, (laughs) viewer retention. Yep. So those are like helpful tips, but it's cool to see. Like, I'm like, you just need one reel to do well. I think it has 400,000 views now. Really? That's fantastic. Yeah. And then she's she'll be excited to tell you when it hits a million sometime in the right. near future. Yeah. And she's continuing to post more and more. So now she's got a taste of like, oh, like this video is doing really well. I can see it with link clicks. I can see it with followers. I can see it with all these things. If I just recreate that, like that's when you kind of find the formula of like, yeah. oh, I'm starting to see what people like now. You know, I'm starting to see what does well. And the video was about a product, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, if I was going to start a brand new social media, it would be an Amazon. It would be an Amazon channel. It would either be fashion or home or both. But all things you can buy on Amazon. All things you can buy on Amazon. Number yeah. one, people love to shop online. Number two, Amazon has such a good payment and and return policy. No, no, no. Payment for influencers. Oh, payment for like influencers. even if you have the lowest commission. Yeah. Just the fact that you can buy basically everything on Amazon, you can get, you know, commission in the 24 hour period. Like it's never become easier to make a social media full-time thing with Amazon. Like anyone can do that now, which is like really cool. But those are basically like helpful tips because I was on a rant and now we have Emmy like. Hi, Emmy. Emmy's rubbing herself on my, rubbing her little face on my microphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves it. She's so lovey. Anyways, it's cool to see. And going back to my first point is I obsess over our content so much where I'm just like, if I want to change something or if I want to try something new, it's like nerve wracking. Like when we posted my dish makeover video. Oh yeah. That was, you've probably seen if you follow us on Instagram, that was an expensive quote unquote video for us. Cause normally we spend like 50 to $70 max. That was over 250 for that video. Yeah. To get and I'm just products. like, I'm filming it in a different way. Cause it's ASMR. And we normally don't post a lot of videos like that. And so I was nervous that it would like how how it was going to go because I'm like, we spent a lot of money on this video. I think it's good, but it was sort of outside our normal of like, you know, Amazon bathroom finds voiceover sort of stuff. And I'm glad to see that it's doing well because it has over a million views. But like I obsess over it that much where I'm just like, I don't know. It's a it's a weird obsession, but. Well, according to what we're learning or what I'm learning in Channel Jumpstart, that's exactly what you do. That's what we're meant right. To do. So I obsess over it over Instagram. Yeah. And that becomes your life. You obsess over it. You constantly look for ways to improve it and look for that viewer retention for sure. Yeah. But if you really like, if you really do a reel and you look at your video and you watch it all the way through, you're like, is a random person going to watch this all the way through? Like I see so many videos where I'm just like, if you changed this one thing, this one thing, or if you just really like actually thought about what you're posting, uh-huh. Like, and you knew those tips that I shared, cause that's really what it is. Your videos can perform like 10 X better. Like, why would you spend the time to post a video that took you maybe a long time to post? And you don't think about those things. Yeah. These are people watching your videos. They don't even know who that you are. Their attention span is two to three seconds now. Is it that short now? It's it was so seven seconds. Short. What? Like less than a year ago. I'm I saying if like. you don't grab the viewer's attention within two In the seconds, first two you're seconds, done. Yeah. You are They're done. swiping away. Yeah. Like it's terrible, but what's fun about ours, you know, when we do the comments and engage on our, on our posts, what people, you can tell when people are watching it all the way through too, because even if they give a negative remark, 
Yeah. I feel like, wow, that's kind of cool. They gave it, they had an opinion, right? It wasn't a favorable one, but it was an opinion nonetheless. Yeah. Like, which means they watched it and they reacted, they reacted to it. It got them emotionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like funny comments, even today's video. And I think I cut it out because it was like actually annoying me, but it's like one of those sneaky tricks that like it actually would bring more engagement. So today's video was the battery organizer. Yeah. And I didn't notice it at the time, but one of the batteries was upside down. Oh, so it was all perfectly organized batteries, but one. Yeah. And I did a close up clip of me putting in the batteries. And then I decided to do a different clip of it because I was like, oh, that's actually annoying me. But you can actually see it in the photo that's upside down. Yeah. But like if I would have left that battery upside down, there would have been multiple comments that said guaranteed. Oh, like that one battery just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially on TikTok and stuff like that. Like that would actually do better for your video because it would drive engagement. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not necessarily a bad thing as an organizer. It drives you crazy. Well, but if you're looking at anyone it, crazy though, but that would create a lot of engagement. So yeah, because one battery is upside is, down. Yeah. And they would watch it again and again, just to make sure yeah. that they saw the battery was upside down. Yep. That's the crazy thing about it. And then engagement. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Cause what I've noticed is when we have a viral reel, like right now we have a reel that's going viral right now. It's got a million right. views on it. It's the dish one, the dish Thank makeover. Goodness. Yeah. The one we were just talking about, but If you can put in any ounce of extra time, you can to go back to all of your other previous, like 30 or so reels and comment on them. If somebody has shared it with a friend, you know, just comment. Thank you for sharing with a friend. Thank you for tagging, you know, whatever that I feel like, cause I've seen it happen multiple times. When you go back to those older videos and you start engaging with those, it just makes the algorithms go crazy. And then all a lot more of those reels will start to become more active. Pretty soon people are asking for links again, and we give the links. We have a a cute, nifty, simple little system. We just use notes on our phone, but give the links. It saves them time having to go through your storefront. You just give them the link, make it easy. And they're so grateful. They, a lot of them say, thank you. And, you know, and when they respond back, I say like, thank you so much for following. Like I'm Uh trying to respond back to them. Be like, thank you so much. Like just sending the link is one thing, but if they like respond, I'll be like, thank you so much. Or they're saying, thank you. You're so very welcome with a little heart emoji, you know, something to make them feel Well, even in DM, like when you send it via DM, I respond to them via DM. If they say like, thank you, I'm like, no problem. Like, just some interaction. Yeah. But I, it's interesting. Cause like, I think when you're bigger, like a bigger creator and I don't know why, but the algorithm seems to be different. I don't know if it's different. Maybe it's not different, but like, for instance, the social media client that I was just talking about her reel happened, how our first reel happened where she posted it. And then like neck that next week, she was like, yo, my reels blowing up. Like every time I refresh, I have thousands and thousands of views and she would just refresh, refresh, refresh. And that's how our first reel happened where I'm like, look at this. Every time I refresh, yeah, we get thousands and thousands of views. It's 10, it's 20, it's 10. Uh-huh. So that's what happened to her. Yeah. But for ours, so like it took a little bit of time for the algorithm to catch it, it but took once like it did, a week plus. yeah, but once it did, it's yeah. continue to push out. Uh-huh. So maybe it's the same just because we have a bigger audience where it's like, maybe like now we'll get a hundred thousand views and then later it will like, but I think Take it's off. different because like ours is more steady now where it's like, well, you know, we'll what? get a hundred thousand views, but some of them that get a hundred thousand views don't get a million in one right. day. I'm saying, yeah, but some of them do yeah, hit a million. So now I've figured at least the past two weeks, it's been sort of hard to tell because I'm like, oh, I got a hundred thousand in a day. 
uh, that's going to go viral. Some but of them it have sat just, at around yeah, 182. Right, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. if it's different for you, but I think smaller creators, it's still in the way where it's like, this is why you don't delete your content. Like don't. And I've been noticing it on Facebook, which I wanted to bring up as well. Facebook is so like that. I post, I post Facebook reels, by the way, we made $71 so far. We got <laughs> our, our first Facebook paycheck reels. from made Meta. Um, we got like $80 and $30 or something. Yeah. I'm not sure what the 80. Did we actually receive the payment somewhere? Uh, it should be going in our bank account. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, but I'll keep a watch out for it. It might be like delayed or something. Yeah. I don't know. It could be like a 30 day delay or 60 day. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that happens on Facebook. So like never delete your reels. Like it's happened with all of our reels on Facebook where I'll post them. They get a few, like three likes. And then I go back there and like, I get a notification that said like someone liked your reel, whatever it has 500 likes. There's a million, like not a million, but like a bunch of comments on there. <laughs> And it's two weeks after. Yeah. I don't, I don't look at the views on Facebook, but, uh, because they're really hard to find, but like, I can tell that those reels on Facebook are blowing up after two weeks. Just take, and so now we have like three right now. So it's like, never delete your content, especially on Instagram and Facebook. Cause like they can do well after two weeks plus, and they can continue to do well. Like what you were saying, where it's like, you might have a real go viral, like even if you only have one, but then all the rest of your videos are going to get views. They are. Because people are like, yes. oh, that's a really good video. Swipe, swipe. I'm going to continue to watch and exactly. binge watch all your content. So yes. that's why you never delete stuff, even though you're like, oh, like it's not getting that many views. You might get just like my client. You might have it a thousand, two thousand views, and then you have a four thousand plus view, four hundred thousand plus view video. Right. And if you're tying weeks. that into an Amazon storefront, if you're tied into the Amazon. So what for her was and Jen uh, Robon. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. If you're listening, we were having a conversation. <laughs> We've had like two meetings just like talk about and uh, Amazon stuff. But she was like, oh, I made the, the same mistake. So my client, she did the same. And we used to do this as well, where we'd make a video about something and then people can buy it. <laughs> so like right. my client was like, she technically got that at Costco. And everyone's asking for the link. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? And if you could find that on ins- on Amazon, she found a dupe, but it's not exactly the same. Yeah. So you're like, oh, you kind of want to say it's not the same, but here's a, a similar yeah. link. Um, it's kind of like you kind of kick yourself because you're like, oh, yeah. All those if links. only, if only I had a link for that. Jen yeah. did the same thing with these spices that are like super unique that you can't really buy anywhere else. And they don't ship to the U.S. Oh gosh, <laughs> they're like in India. So she's like, getting comments of where do I get those? And yeah, she's like, and she's like, uh, I don't even have a dupe for these. Darn it! So you kind of want to think about that too, which is why we just like Amazon. It just keeps it easy. But- it is easy, yeah, and it's going so many places in the world. I think there's some places where some people can't get some things, but um, we just leave that up to Amazon. You know, and Amazon is constantly, I feel like trying to reach other people because they're very aware of where this traffic is coming from. People were like, can you buy this in India? I'm like, I don't know. You should be able to, but like, look on it. Yeah. Here's a link link and and maybe it'll open up in their, their own, um, uh, Amazon, Amazon country country. Yeah. Because there's different countries for them. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. But one, one thing I did want to bring up and then we'll probably end, but it's like a helpful tip. Same. I was talking to my social media client and we shared like this story about like PR or something that we got. And she's like, how do you get that? Like, how do you sign up for PR? And, um, there's two different ways you can do it, or I guess three, but if you're wanting to get on PR list, you don't have to be like super big. Like I know a lot of smaller TikTok creators that are just on companies PR list. Like for us, 
I don't really go through a lot of steps to get free stuff because we get a lot already, but if there's some companies where I'm like for that one specifically, it was the pink stuff. It's this cleaning brand oh, yeah. Yeah. where I wanted to order it for a video. And I'm like, let me just reach out to them to see if they have any paid collabs or if they can send us some stuff. And so I just sent like a simple DM. I DM the company first on Instagram. And it's, it's a very simple message. Like you can say, Hey, you know, my name's Stetson. I'm huge fans of your brand blank. I would love to see if you have any Q2 opportunities or if I can get on your PR list. Like you can literally copy and paste what I just said and send it to them. You won't get a response from every company, but that's how I got on that PR list. Copy and paste that sentence again. You can like just DM all your favorite brands. I did it with Loving Tan too, because selfishly, I love that. Yeah. Um, did you do that with Athletic Greens? Or did um, they reach out Brandon to Brandon wanted me to fill out. I think I went on their website and I filled out some companies. Again, there's a few different ways you can do it. Some companies, if you like go to their website, they might have um, at the very bottom where it says like work with us or like influence or something. Some companies have that where you can actually fill out a form. And so that's what you did for athletic. That's greens. what I did with our athletic greens. I yeah. actually didn't send them a DM and then they got back to us and was like, Hey, we'd love to work with you. So you can do that as well. I always like to start with a DM. If you're like, not sure. Sometimes you'll get a response back that says like, Hey, and they'll just do everything via email or via DM where they're just like, um, we're not doing anything right now. Or yes, we are. Please email so-and-so. Or they'll be like, you know, we're not doing anything right now, but we'd love to send you something in the mail. What's your address? So that's what happened to that pink stuff. Yeah. Loving Tana did the same thing. They're like, hey, we're not accepting any influencers right now, but we'll keep you in mind. That's happened before where we've actually booked collabs from that, where they've kept us in mind and they've actually reached out to and us And they later. come back to us. Yeah. So those are two different ways you can do it is send them a DM, go to their website and scroll all the way down to see if they have an influencer thing you can fill out. And also just tag companies. For instance, Costco and Sweet Treat or what is it? Sweet. I'm no, sure. Smart Sweets. Oh, I Smart was like, that Sweets. Sound right. Smart uh, Sweets. Yeah. That's how we started working with them. Smart Sweets were on their PR list. Every holiday, they always send us a box. Easter, Mother's Day, everything. We haven't worked with them, but we're on their PR list. Costco, that's actually how we started working with them is from tagging them in our videos. They saw our videos and like, hey, we love you. Like your video, like send us an email, da, da, da. So now we get free stuff from Costco often when they have new launches. And then Which that's how amazing. we yeah. got in with doing an actual collab with them. So yeah. like just tagging, DMing and seeing if they have those forms on the website will go a long way. If you want to like work with brands or even if you just want to get free stuff. So that's a little helpful tip. Helpful tip of the day. Thanks for listening to the Everything Envy podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a moment and give it a five-star review and share it with your friends. And if you're not yet following Everything Envy on social media, all the links and our favorite business resources are waiting for you in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, have an amazing day.